fade in. Exterior, a redwood forest, twilight. Full moon rising between trees, green city limits sign next to dark highway. Dissolve to, sign, white block letters. Arcadia, California, population 16,179. Freeze frame. Superimpose, episode 14, overexposure. Monday, May 4th, 2009, Audio Notes Part 27, Etiquette in Small Town America, Working Title. I am finally showing Leah the start of the script. Will still hasn't said anything about what he thought, but I haven't really wanted to bother him because of everything. Hmm. She's not glaring at it, which is probably a good sign. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. But she's not smiling either. Hmm. Which can't be good. Still not smiling. <sighs> that was... not what I expected. In a good way or a bad way? Good. I think. You think? It's not bad. The writing is really good, actually. I'm offended you sound so surprised. Nico, if everybody who wanted to write movies was good at it, we wouldn't have B-movies. I like B-movies. Oh. Wait, so is this good, good, or B-movie good? You're asking me? You're the film snob. I'm not a snob. <laughs> okay, I'm a snob. Though I'd just say I have developed tastes. <laughs> okay, fine. But what do you think? Of the script? Of the script. Like I said, it's good. Actually good. You could have made this tragedy porn, and you didn't. It's not scary. No, it's scary, but... But not like a horror movie. At least how you've written it out. But you didn't make it a sensation. Good. I worried it was too much. A cliche. But one in really bad taste. I don't think so. I mean, unless you... I don't know. Add a ton of blood or a close-up of someone's dead body or something. That would be in bad taste. God, no. And it works. It works. But what do you think? Oh, I like it, okay? It's good. Great. Great. Now that we've established you're writing the next great American film, and you've recorded me saying so, can we please get this geometry done? I do not want to spend another afternoon entirely working. Yeah, totally. One second. Tuesday, May 4th, 2009. Audio notes unrelated to film. I need to talk to Holly. I've been intending to for a few days, and I admit I keep chickening out. It's just so strange a thing to talk about, even to one's mom. Especially to one's mom. But I still feel like, I don't know, I have a pretty good handle on what's going on around here now. I mean, I think I do. 
I don't know what I think about the fact that this entire town is part of some weird, let's not call it a cult, alternative religion. They aren't weird about it or anything. Hell, I didn't know it was a thing until recently, which shows just how not weird they are. But now that I think about it, it's like in the movie. When Cade gets made aware of what could be going on, he starts to see clues everywhere. I've gotten to that part in the writing, where he gets told what to look for and everyone begins to seem like an enemy. I've had the love interest, who I'm naming Lavinia. It's really on the nose, but it isn't like Titus Andronicus is a play the average person is familiar with, so I'll probably be okay. Basically, she moves in with him right away, or at least starts staying at his place to be safe. But once she does that, Cade's perception of the town shifts. I've been writing scenes where he continually doubts himself. Lots of blood imagery. It's going well. Anyway, it's like that now, with me and Arcadia. I know there are these things now, and they aren't even under the surface, really. Just things you don't see if you're looking straight at the thing, because you wouldn't expect them to be there. So it's like I'm seeing this entirely new dimension to the town, and it's making it really hard to take anything at face value. And... Okay, I feel like I pretty much know what's happening. I mean, basically. But it's hard not to want to know more, to really dig into it, and see what it means to actually be raised believing this kind of thing. I want to ask Will more. But he's... I think I might have offended him. Because he's been really distant, I guess, since we talked. I thought we ended things fine, and he said he's not mad or anything. There's just this space now. I feel like he's put up this wall. Not that we were particularly close to begin with, but I feel like... Anyway, I'm going to talk to Holly. I just have to figure out what I'm going to say. Saturday, May 9th, 2009. Notes unrelated to film. Look, I know it's not exactly ethical to record someone without asking, but I don't want to make this any weirder than it is, and I... Okay, it seems like I've been forgetting things lately. I was listening through some old tapes to make notes off them, and there are a bunch of things about these plaques with poems on them. And, I mean, yeah, I know there's one on the front of the house here by the door with the eclipse sign plaque. I mean, how could I miss that? I walk by it every day, but I don't remember running into any of the other ones. Except, obviously I did, because there are taped notes about them that I obviously made. I guess there's one on the statue in the plaza out front, and on the library... And I guess I vaguely remember having seen something like that, but I've got these really detailed commentaries on it, and I just don't recall having been that interested. I'm probably just not getting enough sleep or something. But still, I want to make sure that I have a chance to go back over whatever Holly says, assuming she has anything to add. It's just a really weird feeling to hear my voice reading something back to me I don't remember saying. So I'll be just a little bit unethical. Hey, Mom? Hi, honey. You have a few minutes? I wanted to talk about, um... Uh, yeah, sure. Just give me a second to finish up. Sure. What are you working on? Oh, um, one of the buildings at the mill needs a new roof. I'm writing up the information to get quotes from a couple of companies. You're really managing it now, Mom. Yeah, I guess I am. I never thought I'd end up back here, much less doing this. 
Dad always said he was going to have to find someone else to take the place over, given how little Lyndon and I cared about the business. And yet here I am. Okay, what's up? I was wondering if you would maybe tell me a little about um, the stuff Arcadia believes. I mean, about things like the full moon, right? And the people. I know you're not supposed to talk about it directly like that, Will told me, but I figured since we don't believe in that, it would be fine. I mean, you don't believe it, right? Where did you hear about those things? Uh, Will told me about some of it, and I went to the full moon thing with Elliot, uh, a friend, last month. You went to a full moon, right? I mean, yeah, but I didn't know what it was. I mean, I thought I was going to a party, so I didn't... You will not go to any more of them, or anything else like that. What? You're telling me I can't... Elliot, he's the eldest Baldwin? Yeah, but I don't see why I shouldn't get to go out with my friends if they... Stay away from the Baldwins. Stay away from all the first families. Mom, what are you talking about? They're like half the school. Even if I wasn't going to be friends with them, I'd still run into them all over, and I'm not going to stop going out with Elliot or talking with any of them. Dominic, I'm your mother, and I... You are being so weird right now. You will listen to me. I know what's really going on here, and you are not going to... Hey, everyone. I'm home. I brought dinner. Mom, tell Holly she can't tell me not to be friends with the first guy who's shown any interest in... You heard me, Dominic. Whoa, okay. Uh, what's going on right now? My Mom son is being is completely... Wow. Both of you, take a breath. Now, what is happening? Mom is trying to tell me I can't be friends with Elliot, with any of the first families. He doesn't understand how dangerous. I don't want him to end up in a situation he doesn't understand and can't get himself out of. I'm not a little kid. You also don't know the first thing about what goes on in Arcadia. Then tell me. That's what I was asking in the first place. You don't need to understand it. You just need to listen to me. I'm the parent here. But, okay, it's clear tempers are pretty high right now. Nico, why don't you go up to your room for a, a second and I'm just... not getting sent to my room. I didn't do anything wrong. Then go for a walk or to the library. Just be not here for a little while, okay? Your mom and I need to talk about some things. But I... You're not in trouble. And I'm not telling you to leave as some kind of consequence. I'm sure your mom has really good reasons for what she's asking, but it doesn't sound like she's being fair to you. I... So, <clears throat> we are going to talk this out and decide together what's going to happen. Okay? Okay? Fine. Good. Come on. I'm just going to put this down in the kitchen. I told you last week we needed to talk about what was going on. You're not going to brush me off any longer. I don't need... But I do. Babe, I love you, but you've been acting really... Nico, please. Okay, fine. Whatever. God, does this place make everyone crazy? 
No way I'm going to my room like some kid being sent to bed without dinner. I am also not going to be forced to leave, either. The back steps are far enough, thanks. Plus the house Wi-Fi can just connect out here. I'm not going to wander around town and not get anything done just because they're being completely... Ugh. I don't know what the deal is. Mom just isn't like that, mostly. I mean, she has her moments of parental insanity, but usually they at least make sense. I didn't do anything. She had no reason to... Maybe, what if she does believe in this stuff? We're not religious. We never have been. Karen even turned down Grandma when she wanted to have me go through First Communion class or whatever the thing you do when you're a Catholic preteen is. I guess I just didn't think about the fact that maybe Holly does. I guess maybe she could believe it. But I'd have no way of knowing that. She's never done anything weird. I mean, I'd know if she went off somewhere every full moon, right? Or if we had, like, an altar at our back door. She couldn't expect me to think that she was part of this. She never even told me about it. So it wasn't unreasonable for me to treat it like a silly superstition. Which, anyway, it is. And she shouldn't have yelled at me for just asking a question. Still, maybe I should have been a little less... Well, I was pretty insulting. And I guess I could have approached it a little more neutrally. I don't think I'm in the wrong here, and it was unreasonable of her to yell like that. But I could have asked things better, especially given the fact that I know it's pretty central to all that to talk around things. Okay, I'm not going to apologize or anything, but I will remember that no matter how silly or strange this stuff is, people do treat it like it's real. And I don't have to believe it myself to at least remember that and talk about it that way. I think I'll give it a little more time before I go back in, though. Let Karen talk Mom down some. At least Arcadia hasn't gotten to her. We can still get out of it. We don't have to go. If you don't want to go, just tell me. But I'm not going to tell you to cancel for me. I like getting the chance to learn about what you were like growing up. I never would have pushed you to tell me more if you didn't want to, but... Well, now that we're here, it's a whole new part of you that I get to know. I married all of you, remember? Not just the parts that left Arcadia and plan to never come back. You're sweet, but I can't imagine you want to spend an evening with my high school boyfriend, who now does yoga and practices mindfulness. We don't have to go. But you want to. Not if you don't. But you do. Hun, I'm not going to decide for you. It's your history. I'll support you either way, but I'm not going to tell you what to do. Fine, we'll go. I love you. <laughs> love you too. So we put away the groceries and get ready to... <laughs> Nico left his recorder out here. You probably should talk to him about what happened earlier. I know. I just don't know what I should say. You should tell him the truth, love. Yeah, but you know how he is. Anything I tell him is going to end up a story. I love that he's creative and imaginative, but I wish he'd stay a little more grounded sometimes. He turns everything into this grand cinematic narrative. 
I feel like it would save him grief if he could just let things be completely ordinary. <laughs> He's 17. Everything is a grand cinematic narrative. He's having a hard time adjusting to being here. He hasn't said anything. Of course he hasn't, but you've noticed he only ever hangs out with those two kids. He's... Huh. The tape is recording. Must have turned itself on. Put it in your purse for me so I don't forget to give it back to him. Sure. We should get this inside. The ice cream is going to melt. Carlos said he'd be here at seven. It's a quarter to. He's going to be late. He's not yet. Now's probably a bad time. But we should talk about what you're going to say to Nico. No. I mean, yes, we should, but no, it's not a bad time. Might as well get that conversation over at the same time as this dinner. Maybe one will be easier because of the other. Or at least there will be good food to go along with. This place does seem pretty nice. Yeah, it's new to town, I think. We didn't have anything like this here when I was growing up. Shit, I forgot to have Nico a tape recorder. Hey, Carlos. Oh, okay. I see. No, it's not a problem at all. Why doesn't she? Oh, I understand. Yeah, I think we'll go ahead and order some appetizers. That's all right. Thanks for calling. See you in a little while. I told you he was going to be late. What happened? He's going to be late. His ex-wife hasn't picked up his daughter yet. He should bring her along. How old is she? Ten. I said that. He said she wouldn't be interested. Huh. Well, I guess we have time to talk. But do you... Hey, can I get you anything to start? Uh, yeah. Uh, we're still waiting on someone, but uh, can we get the Capri salad? And more bread, please. Anything to drink? Water for both of us, please. And an iced tea? Yeah. Got it. Be right back. Holly, since we've been here, I'm worried about you. Me? Why? I thought we were going to talk about Nico having a hard time. We need to. I was going to wait, see how things went, but I, I feel like I should say something. I'm worried about you, babe. You've changed, and I don't know if you've even really noticed. But I have. If it's what you want, of course, that's all right with me, but I want to be sure you know what you're doing. <laughs> what are you talking about?
there's red yarn tied around Nico's doorknob and ours. When I did the laundry the other day, there were nails in your pants pocket. It's nothing, just a habit. I did it every day when I was a kid in this house. I didn't even think about it. That's exactly what I mean, hun. We talked about this. How you felt about all of it, how you didn't want to raise Nico the same way with all the rituals, all the expectations for things he'd do and know. I, I know how important that was to you. I don't want you to feel like you have to start doing them yourself just because we live here now, unless you actually choose to. You haven't decided to go back to practicing intentionally, have you? I haven't been practicing. I know you went out the night of the full moon. I'm sorry. I'm not accusing you of anything. We just need to talk about it. You still don't really understand about Arcadia. About who what has power here then tell me i tried years ago you didn't believe it and you wouldn't believe it now and i don't blame you it's not something you believe until you see it for yourself all right then show me no i don't want you or nico to be part of any of it i don't want to risk something happening that's why I've been that's why I started to follow the rules again for you two to keep their attention away from you Nico's a falconer and he's still a child that means as long as he's here he's in danger then why are we still here you were the one who wanted to come back I don't understand holly you want to move here you want to stay here except now you're saying that being here means our son could end up when you told me about everything you said it was bad luck and superstition the missing kids the rituals everything about the moon just old Backward practices and random tragedies. That's what you've said for years. Is that still true? I... I don't know. That's what I thought once I moved away. It was easy to think that. But now that we're back in the middle of it, I don't know anymore. It's real what's just another story all right it'll be okay we'll figure it out we're together to make the world make sense remember it was in our vows <laughs> yeah you're right i just I don't think I realized how much I hadn't thought about. It's all sort of been hitting me, and 
maybe I've been falling back on old ways instead of dealing with things rather than actually looking at it. Do you want to talk to someone? I know we're a long way outside the network, but I'm sure we could find someone who takes our insurance. No. Maybe. Let me think about it. Okay. But do think about it. You need to take care of yourself, babe. Before you try to take care of everyone else. And I think you should tell Miko about growing up in Arcadia. He needs to be able to take care of himself too, and and he needs to know the whole truth to do that. Yeah, you're right. He does. But it's so... Hey, Holly! And this must be Karen! Oh, uh, Carlos, you made it! How are you? Smash cut, black screen. Over black, roll credits. Nico McCleary is played by M. German. Leah Webster is played by Gwen. Karen Segretti is played by Corbin Appleby. Holly McCleary is played by Vanessa Haas. Carlos Estrada is played by Dusty Hill. Arcadia, California is a production of Law of Names Games. It is written and directed by Lisa Guente and edited by Eric Seguente. More information about the show and its cast can be found in the episode notes or at arcadiacalifornia.lawofnames.com. Fade out.